0: Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at FitBod.me slash Zabe. That's fitbo T B M-E slash Zabe. Hey there, gambling friendos. Football season is here and it's time to get on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. Bet aside, predict scores, track player props. MyBookie.ag lets you play without cash or other purchases. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie.ag has in-game live action on every major league event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go to MyBookie.ag, open an account, and join in on the fun. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Signing up is easy, and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Prohibited. <laughs> Today on the Zabecast, we sit down with former Redskin and former Viking Fred Smoot in a steakhouse confidential where the steak was juicy and the stories even juicier. Fred talked about Steve Spurrier, Joe Gibbs, Sean Taylor trash talking and of course the infamous boat trip gone bad on Lake Minnetonka. Your essential sports talk day starter is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Thursday, November 15th, 2018. Thank you for downloading. We have got a good one today. Fred Smoot was absolutely fantastic in our Steakhouse Confidential. He left nothing off limits. In fact, I could have rolled tape for more than an hour, but we wanted to keep it reasonable. By the way, our first punch of winter has landed here in the DMV. And I think I've decided that I hate the summers here. Even more than I hate the winters. So bring it on. Winter is here, as they say in Game of Thrones. And I'm ready. Quick thank you. A big thank you. Not a quick thank you. Big thank you to DC Prime Steakhouse in Ashburn, Virginia at 1 Loudon. And Rick Crow, one of the owners. Go to dcprime.com. Go there to the restaurant and check it out for yourself. Call to make a reservation at 703-840-2099. That's dcprime.com. Only USDA Prime. Meats, Seafood sourced direct from Boston, and the sea bass is overnighted from Honolulu, believe it or not. Independently owned and operated, Chef Brad Wiedemann is fantastic. He's been the executive chef at any number of renowned steakhouses from Atlanta to Miami and Boca Raton. He has now made D.C. Prime his home, and of course he sources local ingredients and supports Loudoun County Farming as well. And he sears a mean piece of meat. So our guest this week was Fred Smoot. He played nine years in the NFL at cornerback, Redskins, Vikings, then Redskins again. He is a Mississippi boy to the core, consummate trash talker, impossibly upbeat, and shockingly honest. We left nothing on the table and nothing off the menu when we sat down to talk. Farb has this one picked to on the far side. Fred Smoot. Fred Smoot only 5 to beat touchdown Vikings We have the great Fred Smoot with us, Freddie. I'm gonna feed you meat tonight. Oh,
1: dead animal! I love dead I'm gonna, animal.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna feed you meat, <laughs> and you are gonna give me the good stuff.
1: Oh, only not the real. all the
0: stories you've already told a million uh, times unfiltered. to a million people right. on a million different media platforms all because right. you are multimedia Smoot now. Unfiltered. Right. Right. I'm talking top
1: shelf shit that's never been said before. Well, because you... you're getting a full steak tonight. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and dessert between the steak. Into Jack Daniels, you have opened up Pandora's uh, and I'm box. I'm not paying
0: for the Jack Daniels. That's <laughs> not you. Did you put your credit card down on the file? Uh, as always, our host, Paul Gorgie, man about town, a man who was on <laughs> the infamous Osaka plane ah, with yes. Fred Smoot. We'll talk about that tonight on
2: Plain, Steakhouse Confidential. So you I'll no never call. go there again.
0: And of course, uh, my man, Christopher Johnson, program director, out from behind the suit. <laughs> And behind the office, he's still winning to be to be a podcast star because yeah. yeah. everyone <laughs> wants to be a podcast star. It's where it's at. Hey, hey, everybody want to be heard. Nothing wrong with that. But CJ, you've been around this town forever, so I've been you've around. Got, you've got good stories as well.
3: Plenty. <laughs> Looking forward to this. Uh, Thanks, CJ. Jenny- I'm going to do everything possible not to get fired in the next <laughs> 45 minutes. Who's going to fire good, you? Good, good you? luck. Uh, fire yourself? I don't think that's possible. I think the good thing is that we can edit this before it actually goes <laughs> no live. Editing. No <laughs> Free flow. It's a waterfall. <laughs>
0: Knowledge. All right, Fred, are you ever off? Never. I've never seen you in the off mode. I've never seen you quiet. I've never seen you mad. Yeah. I've never seen you sad. Mm-hmm. You are always the most upbeat, energetic guy, to which people say to me,
1: is that an act? And I go, well, if it's an act, it's a 24-7 act. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is who I am. Good energy. I just think we on this earth too short a time to let bad stuff get you down, and I'm not, I think the worst thing that could ever happen to you is die, right? I, I would say yes. And if I'm that, not would, dead, that would qualify. I ain't got no reason to be crying. I ain't got no reason to be uh, down. Energy. I like to be. Have you, you always know, been this way? I've always been this way. Do I, you think this made you a
0: good corner in the NFL? Because yes, they but, say you corners have to have a short memory and a lot of
1: ego. Like I say, corners have to be sinners. Corners have to. They have to lie at a high level because you got to lie to yourself. Yeah. They have to be cheaters. And they have to steal. All right? That's what we're paid to do. We're paid to steal. So yeah. you got to lie to yourself when you get beat and steal for 80 yards for a touchdown. I'm still the best guy out here. you got to really <laughs> trick yourself out. And you got to cheat by any means necessary to stop this guy from catching it. And ain't like I said, the stealing says itself. Get yeah. the stuff that don't belong to you. You've known Fred forever, CJ. You helped bring him
0: into the station. Got him to do shows and whatnot. Have you ever seen him down? Have you ever seen him
1: mad or anything like this?
3: No, I mean I've seen him mad on the football field, but
1: I, I mean I've been football field. Yeah, I've been mad. It's this frown, hey, when this smile turned upside down, who'd you get uh, pissed off at? Oh, I get my own like teammates are coaching. That's, okay. that's usually who I'm talking to because when I'm when I'm talking trash to other people, it's with a smile on my face. It right. really makes people mad. <laughs> but when I'm talking like me and Greg Williams, we got into some heated arguments. Oh, I love to argue with Greg. You uh, and me Greg. And, me and Sean Springs, like. We, we gonna get into some verbal tussling now. It's, it's gonna happen. It's healthy. I think it's healthy dialogue.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've also seen Fred a few times, calm. I've seen him, you know, hanging out. He's yeah. always not, you know, when, it, when it's chill, you're you know at a bar or something like that. Yeah. It's not Fred bouncing off the walls yeah. all the time, <laughs> not all you know. The but, time, but but yeah. for, but for most of the time, I mean, who doesn't love being around somebody like that with that much energy? Uh, but. I mean, there, there's some crazy stuff that, you know, that, that lies in between there. That I'm hoping that you're going to be able to dig out here in the next, you know, 30,
1: well,
0: 40 we'll minutes. See. We'll let the
1: cocktails kick in before I
0: bring up Boat Trip. All right. Wait, wait,
1: I've been to say that. It looked like you shouldn't take me on any forms of transportation. Planes, boats, planes,
2: Dave, you went there? Yachtsman? You went there that early? I, yeah. mean, I didn't go there. I, mean, I just I I, said I know that. he likes to be on the open seas, but.
1: Hey, I'm, hey, I, hey, I'm official Navy. Do you <laughs> understand it? I'm official seaman.
2: Yeah, I am. Seaman.
1: <laughs> yeah. Baby. All right, hold
2: on. Ponder <laughs> that.
0: Seaman. Georgie, you were, you were selling for the Redskins in 2001, Fred's first year. Yeah. Under Spurrier. No, when, no, no. Oh, no, Schottenheimer. Marty, Marty, wow. yes. Marty. Right. You were Marty and then Spurrier. Now, right. that talk about going from uh, ice-cold bath to a warm hot tub. Yes. Am I wrong about oh, that? No,
1: you're totally wrong. Now, I love me some Marty. Now, you the did. one, th- hey, listen to me. We really? played 16 games that year. Marty cried 16 times. He cried at the coming-home luncheon. Remember God, that? Oh, 17 times. Like, <laughs> I, at the end, like, it, Marty was one of those guys, he had a lot of it Coach Gibbs in them. See, coaches coach different. You got your coach that's the disciplinarian, your Nick Saban, your Bill Parcells, your Bill Belichick. Then you got the ones with the granddaddy effect. And that's what Coach Gibbs got. Marty had that granddaddy effect. Really? They don't need to cuss you out. So he wasn't a Johnny Hardass. No, nah, no. Nah, it was more of I can't let them down. You know, oh, I, okay. I'm going to run through this brick wall for my granddaddy. I can't let my granddaddy down. Right. So they don't have to cuss you out. They don't have to nice. get after you in certain ways. So Morty had that effect. That's why we – uh, I game. We, I think we won six great games. We you won did? Yeah. yeah. so You're rolling. You're one and five. Right? Uh, how do you know? Oh, uh, zero and, oh oh and five,
3: five. Finished the season 83 yeah. yeah. in November and December. And, and fired, him. Him. And fired <laughs> him. And fired him. <laughs> and fired and him. quarterback. And the, last and, the quarterback? We and the
1: quarterback was Jeff George, the starting Ex- of the general. Oh, <laughs> I love the general. One of my favorite players. You love Jeff George? Oh, I love the general. Mr. <laughs> leadership I, is overrated. You love I Because love, he, he was real. He was letting y'all know that. No, no, he was letting y'all know that just because I'm a quarterback don't mean I got to lead this team. Like, <laughs> every quarterback I play with, they're not all natural leaders. Right. Some of them just want to come do their job and go home. The one thing about Joe Fleck DeVerti, a.k.a. Joe Flacco, Joe is not a leader. No. Joe comes, does his job, and he goes home. Ray Lewis was the leader of that team. Well, yep. Jeff George just lived to throw the football a lot. And he could do it. <laughs> he no, could no, spin he it. A, he had a cannon.
3: He could do it. Yeah. Oh, but, he had an remember, arm. Remember what was, was sort of it when uh, Well, not only the – Leadership is overrated thing, but remember when he was on the ground and nobody picked him up. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> he was Dallas, getting, it, it, Ebenezer Ecubon dragged him dragged like a rag across, doll, yeah. and none of your teammates I bothered to him even up. touch a guy.
1: I would have go picked him up. I wish I would have
0: seen I was tired. Well, you were on the field I would have picked him right. I would have oh, ran wow. out there well, and picked
1: my, my guy
0: up. I almost thought our offensive line, CJ, I mean, was taking a number saying, are you done dragging him? Because <laughs> yeah. I'd like to drag him after you're done.
3: Yeah, but that it was, was unbelievable. That was the boldest of bold moves by Marty, though, right away. They cut him. Right after, after yep. the San
1: Diego game. Right,
3: right, right and then and sucked. there. Because he sucked. It was and, and, week two, I think. Yeah. Tony was, on the road. And We're Tony Banks.
1: Banks. Banks. stepped in. Now, Tony Banks only can throw the deep ball. All right? Yeah. That's it. That's his only That's ball. He had. he had one audible that year. <laughs> and, 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 one. And that was throw it deep. I, <laughs> that's what Tony did. That was we handed to Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis, big yeah. country. And we oh, we, yeah. we threw the ball. And, and yeah. You know, we threw it on third down. And that's what we did. And we just physically imposed our will on people. And because that's what Marty was like. I had never been through a training camp, but I had these veterans. We had the oldest team I had ever been on in my life. It was the old folks' home to Ashburn. It was Bruce Smith, <laughs> Darren Green, all these guys. So they had been used to practicing a certain way. And Marty had us doing Oklahoma ten yard drill. I'm, oh yeah. I'm thinking this how. Training camp going in the NFL. He, he, didn't he
0: bust up Daryl Green's shoulder doing the Oklahoma drill? Oh no, no. Or no, I, that was Bruce's Bruce, shoulder. Yeah, he, Bruce got a, got like a separated shoulder the doing I, the Oklahoma the day I came drill. To camp. Uh, Marty locked down the dorms at Carlisle. Yeah. And I remember interviewing Daryl Green, and he's like, well, it's a different regime now. As he well. was like, oh. I can't oh. believe right. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going oh. to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I've been in the league for 20 years, and I'm <laughs> getting locked in my dorm room. And, and
3: that's what Marty did. Well, I remember the crazy things, though, from that year. Well, it started with the whole they took Daryl's seat away from on the bus, and they, they took the veteran seats away. Yeah. But remember the whole thing about the guys that Marty brought with him from Kansas City, and that you guys would be in the locker room yelling five zero five zero. Yeah. Oh with yeah. With some we, of we the have. guys. Remember, Five-0, remember, yeah. remember what was it? Dave Zott? I mean, remember it was it Dave was The guys he
1: brought. The Kansas City guys. The Kansas yeah. City yeah. guys brought he
3: brought in, and they and you guys are the guys on the po-po, team. Popo, the popo thinking, <laughs> is in the locker room
1: because yeah, they thought they were re-
3: reporting <laughs> they back report to Marty. They report
1: the news. They
0: report the news. Do you know how many fans don't really even know that shit goes on in NFL? Teams hey, first in any like, locker room that I'm in. There's next level stuff that the average fan, they're like, What?
3: The average fan. Thinks that everybody's best friends on every team. No, you ridiculous. No. They, don't they, have they, to they like they, a guy to be on his team. They, no, who? That's hey, yeah, impossible. The, you have 53 men man, from a uh, starting, starting roster yeah. and 53 different attitudes. That doesn't exist. No, they think everybody. They think everybody on teams. You all hang out at the clubs yeah. and the bars and all we stuff. We don't. But, but who does that in the regular walk of life? Nobody. Nobody. The regular work. But they, they don't I
1: mean. look at us as a regular walk of life. They look at us like we yeah. won the lottery. I, right. They don't look at like they don't look at us like we worked for this for twenty years. So Marty was the grandfather. Yeah.
2: Then comes Spurrier.
1: What yeah. do you label him? That guy. The guy. Like, it's no other the ball coach. The I, ball. It's no other coach like Coach Spurrier. I knew we was gonna fail, <laughs> but it was so fun. How, when did
0: you know they were? When did you know Spurrier was not gonna make it happen at the when pro
1: level? We practiced. My first week of practice. We get there and it's a totally different schedule than I'm used to. We only did he don't care about nothing but quarterback, wide receivers and DBs. <laughs> we did 707 on seven and 101 on one, 80% of the practice. And they were like, "Coach, we going to do special team." Nah, not today. <laughs> like, he didn't care. Like he literally didn't care like we're cuz he and, had to get in nine holes where yeah. he lived oh, out of oh,
0: Beacon Hill. Thank Beacon you. Hill. Thank you. No, but I,
2: I heard th- is this a true story? You can collaborate. I heard he and, he and Marvin Lewis were walking out of the out of the uh, back steps, mm-hmm. going to practice, and he turned to Marvin and he said, Hey, have a great practice. And Marvin turned to him and he goes, Coach, we only have X amount of guys. We got to practice it together. Yeah. He thought defense went on one field offense right. went on the other. And we right. never
1: see each other. Like, no, listen to <laughs> like me. Like college. <laughs> That's what he wanted. Like, and this is what I knew. I said, Coach is just a great college coach. And and when we had practice Scratching, me, him, champ, he loved to talk nothing but college football. And he took (laughs) the SEC SEC baby. He he really, you know how a parent, (laughs) they say they ain't got no favorite child. But the children know who the favorite child is. The people on the team knew we was the favorite children of him. SEC boys. All right, so let me fast
0: forward here to the flight to Osaka. Oh, my Ah, goodness. I'm still bearing scars from it. Preseason 2002? Yes, 2002, the golden year. Redskins-Niners in Osaka, you know, exhibition game. August. And um, the Redskins kill the Niners. Uh, Steve Mariucci was coaching the Niners. And basically Spurrier was giddy because he threw the whole game and kept your starters in in for much of the game. In the preseason. Yeah. And he was just as happy as shit. All
1: right. So let's get. No let, idea. Oh no no
0: idea let, that this is preseason football let, on the other side of the globe. Let's, let's, let, let, let's, rewind. let's rewind
2: to the tarmac yeah. at okay. Dallas. Yes.
0: Okay. All right. So you guys were on the yeah. plane. Yes, yeah. You, so, Morgy, so, and So you I have going. clients.
2: I have clients yeah. on the plane with me and I am seated. And this is 747, we're pretty much all the way on the back. We probably have 15 rows to go. So we take a seat. There's a, there's a middle seat available. We put the tray table down. I get up, and I walk over to one of the flight attendants who's at the door, and I go, excuse me, is there liquor on this flight? She goes, oh, we're fully stocked. I go, awesome. Here's my seat number. When we get to cruising altitude, I need a lot of vodka. I need a lot of club soda and some limes if you have them. She goes, done. Done and done. We get to cruising altitude. I have the cheerleaders row starts right behind me. And it where is a. where this in. is a, so, so, wait this a, a minute. A,
0: There's policies against players and yeah. cheerleaders. Uh, no, yes, no, no. We break those. No, no, those and, and no. Yes. no, no. Yes. So,
2: so, as we get to cruising altitude, now the clothes ca- start flying off. It is now a pajama party oh, yes. at 40,000 no, feet. Isn't. Oh, absolutely. No, no, oh, this is exaggeration.
0: I wanted good stories for Steakhouse Confidential. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to make shit up. No, no, no. Here we go. Here we go.
1: I. Before, right when we're taking off, we, no, before we take off, before we leave Redskin Park, we have sent the rookies, plus we as the veteran has already bought, like, Veterans, shotgun. you've been there a year. I, I was a vet. I was a vet. <laughs> <laughs> I, you already said I'm a veteran. Hey, listen to me. Hey, Rooks, get out of here. We sent them to get gallons, half a gallons of liquor. Oh. Like, all of us got, like, two half a gallons of peace on us. When <laughs> Right before we taking off, all us just holding them up just like this. Like, listen to me. It wasn't 10 minutes. We hadn't even got level yet. Wow. I'm already in the hallway, in, in the middle. We shooting dice. <laughs> yeah. Like, the cheerleaders sitting up, they like huddled all around oh. us. We, we passing drinks. It looked like we partying in Roman times right now. Wow. This was a certified toga party. Like, <laughs> listen to me.
0: It went down. And then on the flight home, because you won, it was probably
1: the same thing, right? It was more epic coming over there. Yeah, it was. It, it was so epic. Twenty-three yeah. hours. Hey, hey! It was so. That's is. Twenty-three
2: hours in Non-stop. the air. Hey,
1: really? After six hours of pure drinking, you could hear. You could hear a nit no. fart on hey, there. Fred, it Fred, Fred. <laughs> everybody blacked Fred, out. Commiserate with me here. Yeah.
2: yeah. Drunk, sober, and drunk in the same flight. In the same flight. I'm not kidding you. Twenty-three now, do you hours. Think,
1: do you think all teams are like that? I think a lot of teams. Everybody but the Patriots. <laughs> really? Yeah. So. Everybody but the Patriots. This in so. You think
3: yeah. so? Yeah. I on saw it in baseball, like too.
0: Yeah, you covered – CJ, you covered the Nats for Masson uh, for how many years?
3: Just one. Okay. Well, a little over one, but, yeah. yeah, one full season, though.
0: Okay, so you saw that in baseball. Oh, yeah,
3: mean the getaway yeah. trips baseball, on that.
0: They, they parted I, ray harder than us yeah, baseball <laughs> Yeah, because it's,
3: it's a long season. You got to deal with it. But, yeah, I mean, I watched Papelbon walk in. That's one of the big myths about the Nats. The, the clubhouse loved Papelbon, especially the veterans. Yeah. And Pap would walk in – on getaway days with just, like Fred said, holding up gallons of liquor in yeah, both really. hands for the for the trips to get oh, away there. And, it, and yeah, I mean, a lot of times before you talk to him, he'd drink too. But, you know, that's why ESPN wanted to get rid of Playmakers. Yeah. Cause it, cause it uh, too like, realistic, as Because it sounds yeah. like a plane. Too realistic. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah Too close to home, yeah. basically. And always, Everybody's like, this is out of control. This I, isn't what it is. You're
1: like, no, it's like <laughs> half of what yeah, it really yeah. is. I always ex people. <laughs> I, You always say when you watch athletes, well, I wouldn't do this, do this. First of all, if somebody give you millions of dollars in your early 20s, oh, yeah. how many mistakes would you have made?
0: Oh, my God. And you add to that the glare of publicity and the competitiveness of the NFL. fail
1: And the fact that you're a women's dream. Like right, the women me. coming at you all, all over like, the place. How uh, you got kids by different women? Well, you ain't got kids by different women because different women ain't chasing you. <laughs> That's why you ain't got kids. Right? Because <laughs> no, I, women not chasing you. Let me ask cold you, Fred. Lock. What, <laughs> what is the Fred Smoot family uh, tree? I don't think I've ever asked uh-oh. you. Oh, Fred, I got five kids. Okay. I got three girls and two boys. Beautiful. How old Uh, are they? My oldest is 15. Okay. My youngest is five. Okay. And they are a handful. If you want to hear conversations, you think I talk? (laughs) (laughs) I, Like my mom said, you're getting everything that you (laughs) want. Right now, my kids are, oh, they meet times two, even more hyper. And is that with your ex-wife? You were married. Uh, Hey, 0 for 1 in marriage. Okay. 0 for 1. All right. Uh, you know, it was great. I enjoy her. We're, we're good friends now. Okay. So it ain't like it's a bitter beer face type of marriage. Okay. So, <laughs> so we're good. And plus. Are they all with her? Or? Oh, no, 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 okay. no. I, I had a girlfriend before her that I had kids with too. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. So a five by two as we call yes, it. Yes. And I'm my only child. Unlike- so I'm not finished. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, it's by design. Like, I want a big family. It's only me. My My mom died last year. So it's really oh, like man. just me, my dad, and my kids. So, yeah, I want kids. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, you know, everyone kind of makes fun of Cromarty because he's, what, like 9 by 7 or something like he's that? He's 9, by, the, six. nine I, by 6. 9 by 6? Yeah. I thought it was
3: more than that. Was it more than nah, that? No, he
0: just had twins by wife, so it's 11 by 6. Oh, my. But, 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 but guess, guess what? what? He seems like, I've seen some subsequent interviews. Oh, like, he loved it. Yeah, and it seems like he is as involved a father as you could possibly by, be. By
1: design, do you know he went and got a, I guess they call it, uh, he got clipped. He right. got clipped and he he still, still had, had one. Oh, I said he's that potent. Miracle. I can't. I tell wow. My, hey, I tell my auntie don't even use the bathroom behind. Him. Like, listen to me, he is potent. Right? <laughs> wow. So when you yeah, play, no, he's got fourteen. Fourteen. What? Yeah. Oh, so fourteen by how many? He's got fourteen kids. By six. I know he got six. No. Wow. wow. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. so
0: wow. the the female temptation. Yeah. Has to be. I mean, like. You, Overwhelming. Played, you played 02 to win.
1: No, I played 01. 01 to 11. 01
0: to 11. Social media didn't explode, CJ, until 07. Uh, 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 the 0-9. iPhone debuted in 07. Yeah. yeah I mean,
1: so it was social hard. media really hit on. 2010 is where it really I'll, took out. I was going right. to
3: say Twitter, I think, launched in 2008, and yeah. then but it didn't really right. get going until a, a right. few years you after. You couldn't really have a chick send you a picture of her tits until
0: 2007. <laughs> yeah, You know, unless it was on a BlackBerry and it was a very a, small on photo. A phone. yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. And, and, and I'm so, asking
1: now digitally, when did the eggplant not be a vegetable anymore? <laughs> like, when, when, when did, like, right now, it's totally not a vegetable anymore. No. It, it only means one thing. So
0: how do you think, Fred, these kids <laughs> coming into the league now, with all the social media stuff, and especially this new breed of woman. Oh, yes. The Instagram model. Mm. The Instagram model, Mm. to me, is one of the scariest creatures on the sports landscape. She is thirsty, she is devious, and
1: she is relentless. All right, here go the key. At first, they could only dream about us, meaning I hope he come to my city. I hope to meet him. Without crossing paths, we don't meet. Now the world has opened up and they come to you digitally. Right. And, and it's it's unfiltered. It's like right. you ain't they dream no more. You become their reality. All right. And I always tell a man, you say what you won't do until a hundred women knock on your door. All right. You gonna let ninety nine of them in. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. And come on, what's been man's biggest temptation since the world started? Yeah. Oh, As it, I say. It's bigger than anything in the world. Well, uh, thank Plus he,
0: you. The pussy urge. is
1: undefeated. It's un- undefeated. 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 They, they, hey, never do two beaten. things. Pussy ne- and gravity. Hey, I can't tell you, you how amazing that little hole is. All uh, right, let's go. Steakhouse confidential, you everybody. You can lose your money in that hole. <laughs> <laughs> if, you spit too, if you spit too hard, in it, a human will come out of that <laughs> hole. That hole can kill you. Listen to me. It's a powerful.
0: It'll make you buy houses. It'll make you buy houses. It's bigger than all of us. It's bigger than us. It's it's, it's bigger than than
1: us. It is a huge force. And now with social media, I don't have to want to meet Holly Berry. I can hit Holly Berry in her DM right now. That's the difference. A, a, A good knockoff. Yeah, she looks like Halle Berry, maybe better
0: looking than her. But doesn't but doesn't have her money or talent yeah, or yeah. anything to lose. Yeah, like Halle Berry would have something to lose if yeah. she hooked. I mean, she yeah. was with David Justice yeah. forever.
1: Well, I bought the house in Atlanta. That's the house I bought in Atlanta. Was Halle Berry <laughs> and David Justice? You old bought house. their house? On, uh, what on were the you doing channel, in Atlanta? You never played in Atlanta. No, I moved there after I retired because. My ex-wife was from South Carolina, oh, and I was from okay. Mississippi, so that was like the meet meet the midpoint. Okay. Hallie, did
2: Hallie convey?
1: Oh no, they. Hey, <laughs> I bought. I ended up buying the house and kind of redid it. It was a. I love the property. It was only Chattahoochee.
0: I would have told her leave the sheets. The hey, sheets hey, convey. Hey, when <laughs> Am I first, wrong about that? I, I would never absolutely. wash. Them, hey, yeah. first of
1: all, when I first bought the house, the first thing I did was went smell the commodes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you a man. Like that's, that's your man stuff. Hey, that's just why we can't have like a roommate that's a girl. Like you can't have a roommate uh, that's hell a girl no. because when she leave, yeah. I'm gonna go smell her panties. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't truly have a roommate that's exactly, a girl. exactly exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. So the Redskins are 6-3, and three, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it back to football, 81. shall we? percent <laughs> a chance to make the playoffs.
3: Oh, my God. How much worse would the Love Boat story have been if there oh. were iPhones? Oh. Well, it
1: wouldn't have been because now nobody cares. Yeah, Nobody cares. Oh. At the end of the day, what that was was a bachelor party on steroids. If we had that party here in D.C., Nobody reported. If we have it in Miami, Atlanta, nobody reported. Minnesota, yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. Right, they, yeah. Come on, you go to the script club, they got pasties on titties. Uh, like, yeah. I can't see the nipple through that pasty. <laughs> like, who are you trying to lie? Yeah. Like it's, it's I r- said at the time. I'm not that blind.
0: Thing, I said at that time that when that thing broke, Fred, that was the perfect sports radio catnip story. It was yeah. low hanging fruit. Everyone was hammering it. Yeah. It was salacious. But I said the whole time, I said, you know, if these dummies had just had it at somebody's house, yeah,
1: but see, then you're even,
0: airtight. Uh, By taking it on the water, you had to contract with a couple of boat with operators. The bo- and this is how I got caught up in it. And the boat operators were like, oh my God, there's strippers and there's dildos on the no, boat. No, no, oh no, no, no. It
1: started with the waitress. This, this is how it happened. Ah, now, there you I, go. I'm going to take you out to ground zero. Let's go, oh boy. I, the we're Vikings, going there. Captain Smoot. All aboard. From, I'm going to jump from 1608 <laughs> okay. to th- 2006. Okay. In 1608, Eric the Red and a lot of Vikings <laughs> start appearing in village, villages taking the food and the women. They've <laughs> yes, been sir. doing this for years. <laughs> right, so I end up signing with the Vikings, the modern-day Vikings. And they throw this party every year. This is how they haze guys. Here in Washington, they haze us by making us take them to a steakhouse and take them to the club. That's how they do us. Here they take up money starting with the first round draft pick. We had two first rounders that year Erasmus James and Troy Williamson. Troy had to get 20, Erasmus 15, so out for him. 20 Ooh. grand, 15 grand. Yeah, and it goes down. The, low, uh, the lower the and money, you the lower weren't draft able pick. to go, uh, hey guys, I'm <laughs> saving for <from our> my retirement. <laughs> no, 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 here we go. So it's like $87,000 to throw one party. Oh, that's a Once nice. we took it up, that's a nice buck. Uh, so now, they usually throw it at this club that they rent out area, but now the club has closed. Oh. So now they say it's let hey, Let's throw it at somebody's house. So nobody's volunteering their house for this. So here come my more They're like, hey, it's the land of 10,000 lakes. How about we rent some yachts? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part that I did. I that actually called, I called around to see who had them. And Lake <laughs> Minnetonka. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Prince live over there, huh? They're like, yeah, we got two. And I said, all right. Hold whole two for me. What's your name? Fred Smoot. That's how I got involved. Oh, like, boy. But they have been doing this forever. So we you should just, have said, what's your name? Hey. Mike Tice. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what I should have told him. Eddie Brown. <laughs> hey. But at the end of the day, so it's 87000 The yachts basically cost nothing to rent them. Uh, we rented 39 limos and limo buses. Wow. So nobody drove their car. That's why I went yeah. no DUI, no nothing. Right. So when we pull up, we, we look like the king of Zamunda. You got to realize, when we pull up and we fly in, like 52 Scrippers. Okay, like the five best from New York, the five best from Atlanta, the five best. Oh, like this is a nationwide. Oh, oh this is like, like an all star game. You didn't like, go with the local, no, no, gals. no, because no, okay. everybody from different places. Uh, so, all star. like, all right, Smoot, man, you from Mississippi? Who, what you got in Mississippi? I like, yeah, I got top Mississippi and Tennessee. That's me. I know, Memphis. That's my yeah. territory. <laughs> territory. <laughs> I got everybody. Crystal, I got Jasmine,
0: <laughs> I got Destiny. Uh, 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 they're me. top earners. Oh, so <laughs> we have
1: to go to New York to get big red. So, anybody that was popular was there, like, so, so when we we finished, it was like
0: 52 strippers. America's best. Oh my god. Right. 52 strippers for how many players? Uh
1: for 53. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so one guy. One guy's
1: like just sitting in the corner going, I guess I lost. The punter, Chris Cluey. Hey, right, listen to me. <laughs> hey, and not only is it I ain't gonna do no name dropping on this one though. But it's more women on here than just scrippers. It was a lot of famous uh celebrity females on here. A what lot do you of mean famous. It was a okay. lot of people on this boat. Pros. Were there pros? It was some. It was some pros okay. on here that played different sports. <laughs> right. It was right, some actors. Right, right, it right, was right. some musicians. It was some rappers. It was. It was a lot of people on this boat. It wasn't just football. Diverse
0: crowd. Wait. was there it was one
1: there. boat or two boats? It was two. We had okay. so so mu- so much as we needed two boats to put it on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so and so so things proceed as yeah. a boat party like that would
1: proceed. All right, so, where did it get sideways? All right, so. This is what happened. When we pull up, we put up like I said, 40 limos deep. We get out, and the boats are sitting right apart from each other. So everybody picking their boats down. You either getting on the left boat or the right boat. Depends on which girls you you know you favor to. So once we get on the boats, we out and we dock the boat every two hours so people can switch boats oh really oh yeah we, we yeah. got this thing thought out to the team like no no man left out you understand so this ain't like an average script club because these girls looking at it like they on vacation we paid for ticket, their ticket they had hotel rooms and time they get there in their room is the money for paper script so they ain't even caring about we had them bring we had like the undrafted guys bring platters of wands they ain't touched them they ain't cared this, care. this is a full-fledged vacation for them now there's and, a lot of married guys on the team. How did it's that? There's a lot of married guys in life. I know they that.
0: Still, they still go to script clubs. No, I know. But was there any married guys on the team that are like, I don't know if this is what I signed up a for? A lot
1: of guys was like, this this thing is getting out of hand. <laughs> but the only reason that the public ever caught wind of it is because the only people other on the boat than us is the skipper who's driving it and the ladies that's serving our food. Ah. One of the ladies ended up telling her boyfriend about it, which oh, in turn told no. told her mother, and her mother called a news station. Oh. And This was not a criminal story. This was a news story. Oh, right? yeah. No, I know. It was huge. Yeah, and so yeah. once it became a news story, and I remember talking to Bus Cook, which was my my agent, and I'm like, Bus, man, I'm going to get through under the bus for this, and all I did was call and get the boat. He was like, let me tell you something, Fred Smoot. long as you ain't hurt nobody in their life, ain't no such thing as bad publicity. Oh, you, will be, you will be remembered for... 20, 30 years after this, and it's gonna have a lot to do with this boat situation. So the fallout was
0: essentially—I forget what happened. Was anyone suspended on the team? None of us suspended. None, fine it, it for was, detrimental it was no,
1: conduct. A thousand dollars. Okay. I, like it's no crime committed. We committed right. no crime, so therefore they couldn't find us for anything. And then I paid ten thousand dollars for a lawyer, and they ended up having to pay a thousand dollar fine for disturbing the peace on the lake. That was the—that was the crime. Disturbing did you, get, the peace did on you lake. get what lake was it again? Lake Minnetonka. And are I, you I, are you banned to this day from no, ever setting no, no. sail on I, Lake Minnetonka? Two people been washed <laughs> in the waters of Lake Minnetonka, and that's me and Prince. All right, me and Prince <laughs> are the only two people that have been washed in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> have you swam in Lake Minnetonka? Yes, I have. It's cold. Watch out for them floating rubbers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So how many years, so after that, so that finally died down. Yeah. And how many more years did you play in Minnesota before you came back here?
1: Well, really, I only played two years in Minnesota. I hated it. I didn't like playing there. You can't go from a place like this to a place like that. I just didn't like it, man. The way it was ran, I didn't. Your coach at the time was? Mike Tice. Then we had Brad Childress. Brad Childress just did it for me. Like I could not play for Chile anymore. He seemed like uptight. He's the dick Gildress. of all dicks. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like nobody liked playing for Chili. Yeah, nobody like tell that. he's sour. Right. He was just one of them dudes, man. Sometimes you meet just negative energy people, and he was always one of those dudes. Uh, it's like, it like in his coaching career, maybe somebody messed over him or something. He just never forget it, and he takes I think it he out. It didn't take the team.
0: a long time to finally get a head job, so maybe he was a little bit bitter about that. Maybe he thought, now that I'm a head coach, I got to be Johnny buttoned up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah, it might be my only chance, which it is. And then Joe Gibbs comes to town and brings you back.
1: First of all, I brought Joe Gibbs back. Mm. So that's why he brought me back. Do tell. All right. I was driving on uh, 85 South, going home after the offseason. I get a call from ESPN. They asked me, can I meet them, can I go to Atlanta and do an interview? Because Kurt Spurrier just retired. I said, okay. Retired, he quit. Reti- he quit. <laughs> he just retired from the from league. From the golf course. <laughs> uh, hey, listen to me. He didn't want the pros. The pros didn't want him. Right. So, I'm doing an interview. And they're like, all right, uh, who, who's going to be the next coach? I said, well, I don't have no idea. Maybe we need to go back and get Coach Gibbs. And Coach Gibbs told me him and his wife was sitting at home watching TV, watching the and ESPN, they heard that. and he heard it. And they had a talk about him going back to coaching, and he made his mind up that day to come back to Shut coaching. Shut up! You yeah. said you said it out of the blue, wow. out of the blue, like with I wouldn't no... with no connections to nothing. I just I couldn't answer the question. I had who was I supposed to say like, at the time? <laughs> so him. I was like, if, if we want to bring back the glory, yeah, we might well bring back Joe Gibbs. And Coach was like. He sat at home, talked to his wife, and he was like, all right, I'm going to come back. And that's why Coach came back. And when it was time for me to leave, we had no money. We were so messed up under the cap, they couldn't afford to keep me. So his first chance to get me back, he brought me back. And I called Coach that night. I called Coach from Minnesota like, Coach, I hate it here. I want to come back home. he was like, well, if you talk to them and you go talk to the front office and work something out, we'll trade for you back here. I went the next day, talked to the front office, and said, hey. What do we give up to get you back? uh, Basically Nothing. I was going to say, like, do you remember nothing. what that was, CJ? Because the thing was, nah, they nah. wanted to get rid of my salary. Nah. They and, knew
0: I hated it there. And you're the boat and, captain. And, 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 <laughs> and I was the boat captain. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was the perfect exit. It and actually worked back. out. The boat trip worked out. The boat trip worked you out. didn't yeah. like it, it, so you it, it, were an easy to tri- get rid of. Like,
1: it, it. got me shipped right back to Washington. It shipped it back to D.C. And I got to go back the next year and beat them to go to the playoff. We had to play to them to go to the playoff, and I picked it off and ran it back. It was very satisfying. Oh, that's perfect.
0: Do you know how bleak it was in the hours before Gibbs surprised everybody by coming back? CJ, you remember this, and Gorgie you remember this. Absolutely. We were staring at Ray Rhodes or Jim Fossil. Yep. That's what we were looking at. Yeah. And it was like, we're not going to get anybody. This is a fiasco, man. This is Spurrier quitting on us halfway through his contract. Nobody wanted to come here. Like, it was really dark days. I remember so Andy I You gotta and thank
1: I, Fred Smoot for that. You gotta thank me for well, that. this mouthpiece. Okay. Just, just blurting <laughs> stuff out. I just yeah. blurted it, I just put it in the atmosphere, and, it's funny and that, it came true.
0: And it's funny that Gibbs, who I think is obviously a man of faith yeah. and pretty conservative. Would be attracted to a big personality like
1: you. Yeah, because I'm the only one could talk trash to Coach Gibbs. Like I used to literally <laughs> talk about Coach Gibbs, and he just laugh out. He just just he'd be like, yeah, yeah. He just with that la- silly laugh. He loved, it. Just, we loved it. We tough. loved. it. We walked down to practice together most of the time, just talking. So yeah, he you opposites attract. That's funny, man. Yeah,
3: because his teams were loaded always with big personalities. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, the Dexters. oh the yeah, The Joe Theismans. The Gar- Rigos. Yeah. The Gary Clark. Riggo allegedly Theisman.
0: took a piss, Smoot, in a meeting in oh, front of Gibbs. Oh, I know. Gibbs turned away from the, the chalkboard no. or whatever, the whiteboard, and then saw Rigo pissing and just turned right back around. Like, well, that's Rigo. No, I, I, I have a good friend that know. was
2: involved in that story. Mr. Jimmy Spiros was a strength and conditioning coach for the Redskins and they they were going to play Buffalo. Yeah. And they got to the hotel room and they got they parked and someone threw the keys and Rigo snatched them out of the air and said, "We're going across the border." They went across <laughs> the border in San Diego. No. Tijuana.
0: in Tijuana. Yeah. This was the before the Super Bowl. No,
2: no. This is in Buffalo. They went oh. across into Canada. Canada. They it. went into Canada Vancouver. and partied most Toronto. of the day. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's about 45 minutes before the meeting back at the team hotel. And Jimmy Spiros is going, oh, my God, I got to get these guys back. They get in the car and get back. And, I mean, Rigo is
1: toasted. toasted. Yeah. Toast. Right. Yeah.
2: And he stands up. And apparently, he went on a little tirade like – He was sick of, like, playing and getting their ass beat. (laughs) And he stood up and went nuts and sat down. And then next thing you know, he's urinating in the meeting. In the meeting room. And and Gibbs didn't even blink an eye. That
1: ain't ain't nothing. When it comes to urine, let me tell you something, (laughs) football players and urine go together. Uh, (laughs) I I know guys, we'll be playing in Green Bay, and they'll be like, man, cold as hell, and they'll just start pissing on themselves. I'm dead. Seriously, people ain't never wondering, when do we go to the bathroom? No. Big guys is not finna go to the bathroom. No. Yeah. I just seen guys, while the quarterback giving the, the cadence, I'm like, dude, are you pissing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. my fault, no, don't step Sorry. in it. <laughs> like, I was like, man, y'all guys are all awesome oh good chain.
0: All right, our steaks are here. What did everyone get? I got the filet yeah, Oscar you got style.
1: The, you got the filet Oscar style. You got? The ribeye. The ribeye nice. Oscar CJ, style. I did yeah. a
3: ribeye as well with the loaded bake. All right, yeah, and Gorgi, what'd you get?
1: I got a uh, bone-in rib eye
2: with a uh, side of uh, 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 lobster mac and cheese, which is
0: ooh, my yeah, that's some good stuff right there. All right, we're at DC Prime Steakhouse Confidential. Uh, Smoot, you have unlocked a free dessert with your stories tonight oh, because yeah. <laughs> they are so incredibly colorful, and I love it. So we're gonna shut it down, eat our food, and then we'll come back. And when I come back, you got all meal to think about this. The toughest dudes you ever covered in the NFL. No. All right? Think all right. about that. All right. We'll I back. got you. Sports fans, football season is quickly running out. It's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can bet aside, predict scores, track player props, MyBookie.ag lets you play without cash or other purchases. Use promo code ZABE, that's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie.ag is in-game live action on every Major League event, even eSports. There's no better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go to MyBookie.ag to open an account and join in on the fun. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Signing up is easy and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms, conditions apply. Void where prohibited. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, got, I got a homeboy in Mississippi, love Doc. <laughs> he, he tuned in. Yeah, man, He like, man, Doc, if Doc don't sound like my old-ass uncle. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is that smooth about Doc Walker? Go ahead, step up to the mic. Man, I want to oh, hear yeah. this. My, 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 one of my best friends in Mississippi love to listen to Doc because Doc got that, that old man approach to it. Oh, yeah. That, that, that go for the throat. That, uh, Step Doc, on their throats Doc, You already know Doc One of them, them guys That mow his own yard With like a Non-electrical lawn or A push lawn <laughs> Like you, you can tell He's all about the grit <laughs> And the grime of it yeah. You know Do you
0: know how long ago It was that Doc Walker Last caught a pass In this town
1: Oh I know this But
0: he's 1980, a, he 1980 What is it CJ 83 Gargi 83 Something like yeah. that I think it's Four
1: years before I Well four yeah, years, When were you years, born I was a, 79 Yeah, was I, was, I, was, I, was, I was a junior In high school yeah. 79 was a good year. I knew I was born in a year that had something to do with the number nine. And the amazing thing is Doc is still going strong in this town. Yeah, I want to get this stuff
0: to go. and, And still is able to talk to current players. Yeah. And, and I see it. Doc gets the respect of current players because he's a player.
1: Yeah, and we always going to respect players. We don't care what time frame you played in. And actually, we respect the older players a lot more. You got to realize, Doc was three years from being a leatherhead. You understand? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're talking about no face mask. You're talking about guys that played football and still had real jobs. You're talking about when you could smoke cigarettes on the sideline.
0: Right, like they would they would play football for $56,000 a yeah. year, which was a lot of money in 82. Yeah. But that's why C.J., when – Joe Theismann said at the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 17, this is for a big, fat ring and, like, $70,000. This is for $70,000 and yeah. a big, fat ring. Right, because that Super Bowl check was double oh, people's salary. salary.
1: And this this why they, <laughs> they played a lot harder then. Well, right?
0: imagine today, and I'd be all for this, Fred, if – the Super Bowl would pay every player on the
1: team two million dollars. I, I, how what great I think of, would that be? I think so. Think of the ratings. Hey, oh, hey, yes. if, if you pay every player a million dollars, what that is is, four commercials? You know how <laughs> much right. you know how much it is to get a commercial doing Super Bowl. I know. I think if they revved it up a little bit, that it will. I already think we get maximum effort. But you know I, what? These owners not
0: only do they not want to pay you one dime more than they have to. I bet they're pissed that they paid you so much back in '82. When it was double. They're probably hey. still saying, why'd we pay him so much
1: fucking money? Hey, we didn't have to pay him that much money. Think about this eight? Thirty-two billionaires that made their money all doing something else. Something else in hey. football. Uh,
0: Although some of the owners currently, they're like they own the team. That's where their fortune comes from. Like the Browns. The Brown family in, yeah. in
3: Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean that's pretty much their business. Yeah, but like like I mean, this isn't how Snyder made his money, but this is his, this this is now. This yeah. is his business But communications now, yeah.
1: is what got him here. So yeah. right. these guys, they, they don't. Oh,
2: oh, Didn't Dan make a lot of money in the radio business?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, communi-
1: here we go. Hey, all I'm saying <laughs> is communications. Oh, I'm that, sorry. That, that's what he does. And, and, and marketing. He, and these marketing, guys, I'm sorry. Snyder marketing, yeah. And they don't see failure. So imagine what it is for a billionaire to be in a club of 32 billionaires and you the worst billionaire. These guys don't know failure. These the guys do The worst don't know. billionaire. Think, think about it. It's well, a contest think, to them. When I they think, walk up, it's a measurement contest with is. them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And guys like Mark Davis, he's the poorest of all the billionaire owners. I don't even think I don't even think he's a billionaire. You know, he's he's oh, oh. lucky he got the stadium deal. From the in day they Las moved Vegas. to Vegas,
1: he is a billionaire. For well, now. Okay. Yeah. For now. When they move to Vegas, he will be in the top Pay five. Pay dirt. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty leveraged, though. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. how do you
0: think it'll be, Smoot, when there's a team in Vegas with uh-huh. NFL players? Or is it the case where – NFL Players Day, all athletes, every city is Vegas. Every city is not. Every light. city is Vegas. So Vegas is not going to be it's a big not deal. Vegas.
1: I'm going to tell you this. We watched the, the Vegas hockey team, the Knights, go to the championship in their first inaugural year. Let me tell you the biggest 12th man you can have is your city. It's a reason why <laughs> New England lose every time they go to Miami. All right, it's a reason. If your city becomes that 12th man, and ooh, that's when you need the ladies of the town to take <laughs> them down. And that's what they're going to do in Vegas. It ain't. The Vegas – you don't have to worry about the Vegas Raiders. They there every day. Right. You got to worry about the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. The Packers of Green Bay coming there for the night. Yeah, right? yeah They're going to yeah, lose their yeah, mind. Yeah. So, guess what? Their first year, mark my word, the Raiders – in Vegas, they win ten plus games. Well, and it's going to be because of the nightlife. They're going to win one game this year. All right, but I promise you, two pace. years from now, when they move to Vegas, watch yes. the team. They're going to strike them off the list every time they come down. And I don't know a team of fifty-three Christians. Come on. Hey, 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 they going down, <laughs> or, the, or
0: they're fake Christians. Yeah, they're, I know some of those. Oh, I I'd have had a sports. lot of them on the team. <laughs> the,
1: Dolphins, the Dolphins
3: have stunk for two decades. Hey, but, <laughs> but guess what?
1: <laughs> hey, ask, I, I, who was I talking to? I was talking to Brian Cox about this, and Brian was like, "Man, we used to know when we were going to be the team because we." Look in their eyes and tell what they did the <laughs> yeah, night before. Yeah, yeah. Like when you live in those cities that do that to people, you think uh, you the Clevelander. If you live in Cleveland and you play no, for no, the Browns, I'm talking the Clevelander
2: in Miami. That's what
1: I'm telling you. But if yeah. you live in the Cleveland and you play for the Browns and y'all go play New York, yeah. you don't think you're going out there night? Absolutely. Right, so at the end of the day, the city becomes. That's what made the Lakers so good. Home people go to advantage. LA and they they go out. They can't help <laughs> themselves. All right, the
0: question is the hardest guy or guys you ever covered. Toughest wide receivers ever.
1: Uh, Who's right. on your list? All right, Randy Moss is probably like Got the biggest be. mismatch you can put on any guy. But it's never – Zabe, I hate to give you this answer, but it ain't the wide receiver. It's the trigger man. Like, really? It's the quarterback. If, 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 all right, who are the toughest quarterbacks? I. Right, Brett Favre, because he ain't never going to stop coming at you. You can pick him off seven times. Right. He does not care. Peyton Manning, because he's going to find out what you in, diagnose you, Tom Brady, because they're just not going to stop running up the score. Their receivers are the most dangerous. See, you know who dangerous to me? Reggie Wayne. Because Peyton Manning is going to get him 12 – Perfect passes to burn me every game. Marvin Harrison, you <laughs> gonna get him twelve chances to burn me every game. And instead of throwing that out route in the, in the, the field of play, he throws his out routes out of bounds. And the receiver knows it's going out of bounds. I can't get to any of his balls. It's the quarterback. You can give me Randy miles, but if you got Nate Peterman, the Peterman quarterback, and <laughs> just for, got released today. Hey, pour one Peter, out for Peterman. Hey, hey the Peterman is the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He's bad. Like, if he's quarterbacking for Randy, Randy ain't no threat to me. No, that's a good point. When you played
0: Peyton Manning, I bet he was like he knew so much about what you were going to do is probably frustrating. Like how did he know I was playing trail technique yeah. or how did he know I was actually. We,
1: we try to hold it. It's up to our safeties to try to hold the identity so long, but he'll wait you out. Right. Like, that's why he's He'll always snapping there. the ball right. with two seconds left. Yeah. He's going to wait you out, and this safety is trying his best. I, I can't go in this box because <laughs> I'm going to leave him undressed. I'm going to leave him with the skirt up. But you got to get down for your responsibility. Right. And, and once Peyton knows, it's no hesitation to where he's going with the ball. He's going to the weak point. And that's what make receivers great. I It would never be a Jerry Rice without Joe Montana and Steve Young. Yeah. Like I said, one of the biggest Travis Sherman mockeries of all time is the Green Bay Packers. The biggest illusion of a great franchise. They're not great. Oh they, no, they're wasting Aaron Rodgers' no, career. No, no, they wasted a lot of career. They had they, If I told you besides the 49ers Twenty seven straight years of Hall of Fame quarterback uh, and you got two rings two to show rings. for. It. That's a two disgrace. That's a tragedy Twenty seven straight years. That means you ain't never you had no downtime in three decades and you got two rings. Right. And they and they rely
0: on Rodgers too much now. Well, it's like anytime you pay out, a quarterback out, that much out.
1: of your salary, any team that the quarterback makes, I think, over twenty five percent of your salary, you can't win. We watch Seattle get decimated by that. Once they start to pay, that's why now you see the Rams trying to win it while golf, golf is young. Yeah, I like, That's how you win it. So you can go overpay the other positions. Right and, and before you had to play that quarterback, because once you pay that quarterback, it's over. Um,
0: I know one guy that did burn you pretty good, Steve Smith. And then and then and then and then then,
1: (laughs) I remember I played him eight times, but you can only bring up one game. Well he row voted you. Yeah.
0: Everybody he caught a did. touchdown. Uh, uh, he hey, caught a touchdown. He got on his butt and started rowboating hey, you in the end St- zone. Hey,
1: me and Steve is classmates. We came out together. We played against each other in junior college. I, oh, you did? We hate each other guts. If I see Steve in a Still? grocery store right now, we're just competitive against each other. Okay. I, we respect each other, but it's, a, it's, it's just a competition there. And I played against this man eight times. And he but, only beat you uh, once out for out a touchdown? Out of one game, he beat me for two tubs, and now he's the <laughs> king of all kings. That tells me I did my job in the league because that's the only guy y'all could ever bring up you ain't bringing up plexico you ain't bringing up randy i played against all of them but you're gonna bring up steve smith because he's the only one that talked. about. yeah yeah and, exactly. and that's fine hey him he was Chad, good though i mean he was Chad, a son of a bitch no my class was great my class the first rounders was ladanian drew Brees, santana moss reggie wayne uh steve smith was in the fourth, fifth round. Chad Johnson in the fifth, fourth round. That's a good uh, draft, whoa. right there. Oh, you, uh, no, I ain't even went and kept and, telling you all the other people and that. Who, we, and who do we take? Juan Rod, 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 Gardner. Gardner. Rod Gardner. Rod Gardner. You had beaten Rod Gardner in. The, I had, uh, Gardner, had, in the, I had uh, shed him down. I had sentenced him to ten game, years right? to life against Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> I literally. You ten even, to life. Uh, you you not even know he was playing in the game. All right. So you Mississippi State played Clemson. He yeah. was on Clemson. You
0: played him in the bowl game. I the played in the bowl game.
1: Uh, Peach Bowl okay. at the time. And
0: and you shut him down. Sentence him to 10 One flight. catch, one catch 5 yards. <laughs> okay. And the Redskins go and draft him Before in the me. first round. Yeah. And you so you came into the league with a chip on your shoulder. What well, you have
3: been the first yeah, round? Yeah, yeah, but you
1: know, I got in the little trouble, you know. But yeah. still, if you're going to go off right, if you're going to draft me anyway, ain't I'm the one you should make sure you're going to get, not him cuz you could have easily got Steve Smith or Chad no. Johnson later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could have got them later in this very deep draft that we had. We had a unbelievable – and I ain't talking about some positions. Michael Vick was the first person taking in my draft. Every position we had at least three or four players legitimately. That still- Richard she- Seymour, uh, big Marcus Crod, every position. Chad Hutchinson, it, it was an ultimately deep draft. What
0: are yeah. you going to do when you grow up, Fred Smoot? Because you're great at talking. You're doing a lot of media right now. But I know you enough that you know – football and you know the guys coming up now you were talking my ear off about Derwin James yeah who is killing special. it he's special he's special everyone's raving and I'm like shit I could have told you that Smoot was in my ear
1: all spring saying Derwin James yeah. Derwin James would you coach no Would you coach I could be a great coach I've been asked to coach a lot I, I kids get my blood boiling I like to teach and, right. I, I, and I'm a great communicator yes but I you think, are I think my ultimate a vivid communicator hey, hey my ultimate dream though is to be a GM Like, when I played, ah. like, even when I was young, when I played Madden, it was never to play the game. It was to put teams together. Okay. Like, I like to put teams together. And I think that's my dream job. I want to be a GM. I want to be Ozzie Newsome. I want to nice. identify talent. That's why every year doing a draft, you see my blood get the blood. Would you have the temperament to be a GM? Oh, yes, most definitely. You would. Because what I need to do with players, I need to communicate with them so I can see who If I can see talk who to, they are. If I can you see, think you could identify who they are oh, just by talking very to very quickly. Whoa, whoa, that's you, what you, everyone thinks. No, no, no. That's why. I I'm one of the only football players ever in that locker room that knew all 52 players. Talked to all 52 players. And no don't matter what team we had. I literally knew all their history before they sit down. I knew it all. You know yes, their could, wives, girlfriends, I, babies, birthdays. I needed to talk trash to them. I need information. <laughs> so information. I, I, I need information. You were Wikipedia before Wikipedia. Smoke, hey, I started Twitter. Wikipedia. No, I started Twitter before Twitter. I had Smoochmac.com when the internet went buzzing, and it, all it was was for me to talk trash to people and them to talk back to me. <laughs> all right, what's Twitter? So wait, so let's rewind.
2: Yeah, NFL draft spring, you were on to this guy, su- sweet sweet. It was guy. It was this player. You were you were gung ho on this, this guy. This past year, yes.
1: This, who, which one? Sweet.
2: It was his player. It was a defensive player.
1: Oh, sweat, sweat. Yeah,
2: you were all over him.
1: Yeah, you know what? He was supposed to be the next coming of Jadavion Clowney. Right. He ended up having surgery on because he almost lost his leg. I like, went to Florida he State. Was- Right. And uh, Philadelphia got him, and they they building him up right now. And when they let him loose, he's 6'5", No, he's a beast. Pounds, he's a beast. And he's a beast. Yeah. But guess what? Mississippi State got another sweat for you. Oh. He's 6'6", 255 pounds. We'll be a top 10 pick. He just gave Tua <laughs> Tungalua. Hey, and what's, Listen, I mean, and what's his name? And what's his name? Matez Sweat. Martez no, no, another no, Sweat. Another Sweat. Another this, is a, sweat? this is another sweat that plays outside linebacker. A brother, he's. A no- at, I think they're cousins. Cousins. He, no, he's at Mississippi State right now. He has like 15 sacks. He leads the nation in sacks, yeah. and he playing beside uh, their defense is big ferocious. Simmons. We got like seven pros on that defense. You have right no offense.
2: Now. You have no offense. No, no offense. Your your quarterback. <laughs> your quarterback couldn't hit the side of a barn. No,
1: he can't. But he right. can run. No, he can I run. Can he can on. run but he can't uh, score points. But we got some dogs down oh, yeah. there. And then what I do? I like to watch college. I like like. I had my little Redskin team that I started when I got here. It's in Mississippi. I started to put out my first college guys like five years ago, meaning they started in my C team all the way through to college. I had the number one player in Mississippi, which is at uh, Cam Akers. He's at Florida State right now, number three. He's going to be special. He's going to be sport these guys this is a camp you do No I I have a little league team a little league a little league team in little Mississippi league football the redskins everybody know them they are scared really? of my team they're like the Alabama of little league like we go we go play guys in we go play guys in uh, Louisiana we go play guys in Alabama they can't beat my team like how, how, old are, how old are these? What, oh, what ages? Are we start from like seven years old. That's the C team. All the way up to the eighteen, to like right before high school. And you recruit these kids? No, they come play. They like, come to you. They come to my coaches and my team because, wow. you know, we got the best uniform. I make sure they're uniformed nah. up. They, and all my coaches. Is it the Redskin logo? Oh, we got Redskin, Redskin logo, Redskin they, they, they wear all gold. They got the oh, all gold jersey. They got the oh, all-maroon. The like they, they, got, they got everything. And plus, I bought them like a van to go pick them up like after school and stuff. And plus, all my coaches <laughs> play football <laughs> with me in high school. So, everybody coaching is ex-football players. Oh, my God. So, that's amazing. So, it works. And I got like, right now, I got like eight guys in college, Division one right now. Yeah. And this is why.
0: When any of these egghead, nerd ass media members in the northeast in New York City and whatnot, write their stupid stories, Fred, about football's in trouble, football's gonna die, what parents are gonna let their kids play. They ain't never been to Mississippi to see seven year old kids. I gotta believe that your kids are not crying as they get on the bus to go play football for you. Uh, no
1: they're not and hell no. They, and, guess and their what? mama ain't sad. And it's they're not flag football. First of all, your mama still let you go to the military. There's a chance you can die over there, too. Yeah. Like if, if I if I dig in a coal mine, I'm probably going to have lung right. cancer. Like, every job comes right. with a hazard. But
0: that's the thing. Football, where you're from, yeah.
1: is different. It's the gospel.
0: It is way different. What's your name? Who the your In the major daddy? media centers. And what position play? do you what play? What position columns? do you play? There you
1: go. And what's your number? And th- that's it. Yeah. That's how you your family get respect. What's your family name? Yeah. You play anybody play football? Right. If it ain't that, and that's why I love football. Cause football bring everybody. Football is colorless. Football is. It, it brings everybody together. And you I need enjoy. everybody. You need everybody. You need
0: everybody from all these different races and walks. All of life. races need, you need everybody. You need, you need you need fat kids to play the line. Oh, uh, we need quick kids to play wide receiver. We need, you need soft smart kids, kids to kick. To we need yeah,
1: right. You need to play quarterback. Yes. You need everybody. We need it all. Think about it. That way, hey, I like without white people, we wouldn't know what's at the bottom of the ocean, and we damn <laughs> sure wouldn't know what's at the top of Mount Everest. Because my hey, black people, we ain't that adventurous, <laughs> right? So we all need each other. Everybody got their strong points.
0: Hey, I got I got news for you. The answer is not much and just a bunch of fish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up at top. Hey, that's what's down but at But we need somebody to go there first so we know for <laughs> effect Explorers. what's there. Explore. Oh, not scared to explore anything. <laughs> Fred, Fred,
0: you have exceeded expectations, and I thank you for your time, my friend.
1: Any time, I'm Anytime. so shocked we didn't talk any Game of Thrones. I'm very shocked Well, you. that's the thing. You're a big Game of Thrones
0: fanatic. They just announced it's going to start in April. And it made my stomach hurt. Right. You're upset. I want it to be
1: February. Well, it ain't gonna be. I know it. We've already waited a year and a half. All right, give me give me a minute on how it's gonna end. All right, this is how I feel it's gonna end. Everybody thinks that Daenerys is gonna die in childbirth. Everybody thinks that's how really? her demise is gonna Who's be. Who's everybody? The people well, on your uh, chat room. Uh, uh, you, uh, a lot. Check uh, check uh, out? Uh, no, a lot of people is saying that she's gonna die giving birth to twins. I think one of them dragons is gonna eat her. Never. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna turn on her and uh, no, just go. No, no, no. no. I Ow. think I think Varys is gonna portray Daenerys. Okay. I I know that for a fact. Uh, I think, I know that for a fact. Yeah, Melisandre. What are you a showrunner? I'm him just now? telling you. I, I get the information. <laughs> Melisandre is Nisa Nisa. Okay. I, she when she told you she got to die in this country. Yeah. Her job is to be uh, is to become Lightbringer. Okay. Jon is gonna st- stab her in the chest and use Lightbringer to take down the Knights King. Nice. Right. And I think it's gonna happen in Winterfell. I think this is where everything is gotta end in Winterfell. Because that's where it began. And that's where it began. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand the that the Starks is, is a lot. The Starks are connected with the Night King. Yeah. Most definitely, he's a Stark. Yeah. Right? So now they gotta ask yourself what's in the bottom of those crypts. They you know it's that broken wall down there. You know what's in the bottom of those crypts? The Night King's wife. Oh, that's why right. it's cold down there. Even though it's hot springs below, it's still cold. <laughs> are either of you guys Game of Thrones fans? No. They don't know what we're <laughs> talking about. They don't know what we're talking about. Is that Atari? <laughs> I, give it
3: up. I give it five episodes, and then there was a dragon, and I quit.
1: <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> hey, I, hey, but you listen to me.
3: Like I, can't, I hate fantasy. Drag- I can't the, do the fantasy. Dragons are the dragon's not a best
0: though, part. There's so much debauchery.
3: you would be into that. I like the debauchery part. Uh one last thing. I don't want to uh, hijack it, but you said oh, behind-the-scenes stories. There's got to be one behind-the-scenes story, Sean Taylor, that nobody knows about. There's got to be a Sean, well, a one, that one, a one right, special and Sean story. me
1: Sean were That's why I took it so hard. And I'm going to tell you, Sean was a, a competitor from day one. And we used to play this mo- motorcycle video game, like, <laughs> daily, all right? <laughs> And I just used to whoop him to death in it. So it got to a point where he wouldn't leave my house. Like we would sit there and play this game till like three, four in the morning. And I'd be like, man, I gotta get some sleep. He's like, nah, nah, we gotta keep playing until I learn how to beat you. And when I say competitive to the point where he would push down lamps, I'm like, man, you're gonna have to buy that lamp. And and he'll buy, and he'll bring a new lamp the next day. Like he just, when I say the most competitive guy that you ever saw, and he did not care what he wore. One day he, he, he put on his pants and we going practice and he got like sweatpants under his football pants. I yeah. like, man, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> man, I don't care. Just, and Coach Gills will be he'll tell Sean good. Here's Sean. This is not tackling, all right? We're just going to walk through. <laughs> I, I, I like, Coach, I don't know why you're wasting your time. <laughs> He'll hand the ball to Clint to come right down here and, and just kill him. <laughs> i I, I, like, I like, man, did Coach just tell you, like, no, nah, man, he had the football in his hand. So that's who he was. <laughs> if you got the football in your hand, it's a chance that he's he going to spear you. <laughs> hey, 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 He sent me to the hospital. I was on his team. We, <laughs> play, we playing against Dallas. I get to a uh, Friendly Fire? Friendly Fire. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I get to Julius Jones first. Hit him, so we standing up. Next thing I know, I wake up, I'm on the ground. <laughs> Sean has speared me so bad <laughs> that he bruised my kidney. Oh, oh my God. God. So, now I got to stay in Dallas overnight because I can't fly. Oh, oh. And I ain't going to lie, Schneider spent the night with me. It He showed me a lot. That's that why I gained a lot of respect for him, but... Man, my, my guy left me, left me for He's 10 like, But <laughs> well, he, he took out everybody. Like yeah. It was one season. It was like a five-game screen. He took out Sean, me, Carlos, <laughs> everybody. Just, I said, man, you hurting more redskins than other team.
2: <laughs> he was he like, so
0: big and so fast yeah. that he looked like a glitch in a video game in real life. Have you ever seen It was seen a he, joke. Well, Greg you, Williams
2: summed it up.
1: Yeah. Athletic freak. A, a, a man-meese. Yeah. He was a... He, a have you ever seen him and Lavash stand beside each other in the huddle? No. The same exact height, yeah. and they look the same. Because yeah. people don't understand, his rookie year, he played at 240. Right. He, he was, was huge. But he could run. Oh, still running 4'4", four, 4'3". Four, yeah. four, oh, yeah. 240, all right? Yeah. And if anybody was scared of him, T.O. probably still had nightmares about him. <laughs> I don't know why he hated T.O. I had to ask him one day, like, why you don't like that man? Like, I don't like that man. <laughs> and... I, every time we played against T.O., he'd be like, "Hey man, play a little deep on this play, man, in case they they try to throw something to the middle field." I'm like, "Where you going?" <laughs> He's, He's like, like going, got, I'm going T.O. Uh, he said, yeah. "I gotta go tend to something right quick." <laughs> <laughs> in the first play, run, pass, no matter what, he just went just just almost killed him. <laughs> and it set the tone for the rest no, of the absolutely. day. He said, don't worry about him. You. you ain't got to worry about him for the rest of the day. And I promise you, did not have to worry about him oh, for the man. rest did, of the day. Did you guys ever play him at wide receiver in practice? We played him at wide receiver in practice. And I had to check him many times. And he was big and strong and could get the ball. Big old hands. Yeah. Grab it out there. We had a couple of us, like I said, champ play uh, wide receiver. I got to play wide receiver with Spurrier. And Sean was another one that got to play wide. Sean even returned punts. That's just yeah. how good he was. It like was awesome. uh, He was, he was, he was. Clint got that one right. I remember, I, I can remember A Reed telling me about him. Because I was talking to Ed Reed. One of my friends is just, he was a big A Reed fan, so he came up, watched us play Baltimore. And me and Ed, I used to get together after the game. And I'm like, man, I said, Ed, I think you're gonna be one of the best. He was like, nah, man. It's a it's a dude in um, Miami better than me. I'm like, what? He <laughs> like, man, nah. He was like, watch Sean Taylor. And I started watching him. And I like, damn, he is better. Than. Like, <laughs> because he just, he's basically Ronnie Lott and Ed Reed. He runny Reed. Yeah. That's who he was. He was running Reed. He had the ball skills and the journey on the spot of Ed Reed. But he had the intimidation and, and, and of Ronnie just, Lott. He was uh, a running lot. He was a, a and it was, like I said, right now, if he was still living, he would already see men and himself as. Oh, yeah. He would have been Dion status right now. He would have been, if Dion is considered the best cornerback of all time, he would have been considered the best safety of all time right now.
0: Raise him up to Sean. Sean. 21. Thank you, Freddie. Hey, always. Good Cheers. talking. Right. CJ, Gorgie, thank you. Thank you to Rick Crow for having us again here at DC Prime. We are full stake. And uh where's the carts to roll us out of here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because once again, we are full. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. One story that got told while we were eating and did not make air was about Daryl Gardner, who was a Redskin for one year and played defensive tackle and was an absolute monster. The Redskins, he, he was here for a year, went into free agency. The Redskins did not make a run at signing him. The, the Broncos ended up signing him, and he only lasted one more season. Got into it in a parking lot of a Waffle House with a customer, I think punched his lights out. Uh, Also, had a bad back that I think the team knew about. Anyway, the story with Daryl Gardner was that Fred Smoot said Daryl showed up to the team and asked if he could stay at Fred's house. And Fred said, sure. So he comes in with a suitcase and starts living and sleeping on his couch and wouldn't leave to the point where, you know, Daryl was asking the coaches, like, you know, Marvin Lewis, the defensive coordinator, is like, hey, Marvin, I I need some help. You know, Daryl Gardner is still living at my house. I'm afraid to ask him to leave, <laughs> and, and Marvin Lewis is like, I'm not going to ask him to leave. It's too scary. Uh, he said he would call his mom and say, "Mom, I got this this teammate of mine who's living at my house. I I don't want to I don't want to ask him to leave. I'm a little bit scared of him." And Ma, Smoot's mom said, "Which one is he?" And he goes, "97," and she goes, "Oh yeah, he good." <laughs> and he finally left. Said he was a great guy, uh, just a little bit crazy and a mammoth mammoth man. He also does, Fred Smoot, think that the Champ Bailey trade the Redskins made was the worst trade the Skins have ever made in history. I disagreed because the Redskins did get back Clinton Portis, who was highly productive, and even though you can say, well, you know, Portis was never quite what he was in Denver as the home run back with a 5.5 yard per carry average, we got value back. The reason Champ Bailey was traded had to do with off-the-field stuff that I won't repeat here because it's all rumor, but it involved Uh, well, it involved what do you think it involved. And basically Champ and I guess those around him said, you got to get out of town. And so that was that. Champ Bailey, though, uh, is looked upon like a god in Denver. And Smoot said playing opposite him when he was here was like nothing they'd ever seen. And they were a hell of a tandem. Anyhow. It was, uh, it was great to sit down with Fred. He is a unique fellow. Next week, we have former Washington Bullet lined up Kevin Grevey and University of Maryland analyst Chris Knocky. So I look forward to both of those dinosaurs telling stories about the NBA set shot routine in the 1970s and the rule of three to make two at the free throw line. Don't forget, football season is running out. Time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite betting events. You can bet sides, scores, track player props. MyBookie.ag lets you play without cash or other purchases. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Even if the game is already kicked off, don't sweat it. They've got in-game live action for every major league event, even eSports. There's no better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go to MyBookie.ag, open an account, join the fun. Promo code ZABE. That's promo code ZABE when you register and get a 100% sign-up bonus. Signing up is easy. You'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's MyBookie.ag. Promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, comment, and like. Tell three friends. Don't forget, tomorrow... Football Five Ways, Friday, week number 11. Subscribe at zabe.com slash premium. Podcasts are the future. Email me with topics and suggestions at zabe at yahoo.com. Now go out and <laughs> scrape that ice off your windshield if you live where it is snowed, and we will see you next time.